Hey folks, this is Jerry. And I'm Allie. And before we start the podcast today, we thought we'd take a minute and tell you a little bit more about the boot camps. You know, I think as powerful as coaching can be, I was always frustrated by the kind of limitations implicit in a, even a regularly scheduled session. And I always wanted to go deeper. Having done a number of workshops in my own life and had uh, powerful immersive experiences, I knew that there was a benefit to spending the time to go deep. I also knew that there was a benefit to connecting with other people and maybe even arguably more benefit to connecting with other people than there was in actually going deep on the material. You know, the notion of sitting around at eight o'clock at night, having had a really powerful and transformative day with somebody and just talking about was always really important for me. So I wanted to provide that kind of experience. I also wanted to have an experience where people could both go deep on the process of learning the specifics of the job, but really being given the opportunity for what I always talk about is that radical self-inquiry, because I'm so interested in people learning to be human um, and that the process of being is so much more powerful than the process of doing the job. So why don't you take a minute and tell us what's coming up in 2015 and what we're looking for. We have three events this year. We have our winter boot camp, February 25th to March 1st, a summer boot camp, which is our first co-founder boot camp, which will be in May, and our first ever boot camp 2.0, which we designed for our alums, which will be held in October, on the two-year anniversary of our first ever boot camp. And I guess in the end, what we're just going to encourage people to do is to reach out, um, go to reboot.io slash bootcamp. Mm-hmm. And thanks for listening. And I guess we'll move on to the podcast now. Welcome to the Reboot Podcast. I'm Dan Putt, one of the partners here at Reboot, and I could not be more excited about this conversation. We're here to showcase the heart and soul of authentic leadership, to inspire more open conversations around what we consider the most important part of entrepreneurship, the emotional struggle. And hopefully we open up some hearts along the way. We are extremely grateful that you've taken the time to be with us and look forward to this journey ahead with you. Now, on with our conversation. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Aristotle. Entrepreneur and CEO Blaine Vest has an impressive story. Study Mode, the company he helped start and bootstrap from his dorm room almost 16 years ago, now has 30 employees and sees between 60 and 90 million visitors a month. It's rare to find 15-year-old bootstrapped companies. It's rare to have the same CEO for 15 years as Blaine has been. But last year, Blaine wanted more for his company and himself. He wanted to help push his company to the next level. To achieve this, he didn't look elsewhere or outside he looked within. 
In this conversation, Jerry and Blaine talk about Blaine's year of introspection, which included a stop at one of our boot camps, as well as him working with a coach and therapist, which ultimately helped him understand how and why he was holding himself back. Perhaps Blaine and Jerry's conversation, our first of 2015, may spark your own year of introspection. Now enjoy the conversation. Hey, Blaine, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Jerry? Good, good. It it really is good to see you again. You know, we were just joking. It's been a few weeks since the camp, but it sort of feels like it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's been an eternity. Yeah. It's been an eternity. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be curious to hear a little bit more about your experiences post-camp as well. But yeah. before we get started, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the company and yourself and and then even a little bit about what it is that you want to talk through today. Sure. So I've been running a company called Study Mode um, for about 15 years uh, since freshman year of college. And um, we help students succeed in school by offering them a network of websites, apps, things like cram.com, which is a flashcard website for memorizing languages, art history, medical terminology, whatever you're trying to learn, and a number of other properties. For the first 11 or 12 years of the business, I ran it just with a couple of friends, my two co-founders. And three years ago, um, we decided to reinvest in the business, really professionalize it, take it to another level. So it's been a long journey, but now we're, we're about 30 people here in Los Angeles. And our sites reach, depending on the time of year, um, anywhere between 60 to 90 million users a month. Wow. Yeah. So that's us. You're smiling. Uh, I'd be proud. Are you proud? I am proud. I am proud. Yeah. You know, learned a lot of lessons over the years, but uh, we made it. We made it through, and we're we're still going strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud. It's it's rare to have a company that's been bootstrapped. It's rare to have a CEO stay in place for 15 years. Yeah. It's rare that a company can succeed like that. Uh, I mean, it's just beating the odds seems to be a big component of what you've been doing, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's just been a lot of sticking with it and experimentation over the years, just seeing what works and, you know, asking advice whenever I could and, uh, you know, having a great team at this point. So yeah, been a lot of, a lot of trial and error, but, uh, we made it. We made it through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's great, and I appreciate you taking the time for that. Tell me, what was on your mind? What were you thinking about uh, as it relates to participating in the podcast? And I'm wondering too if it has anything to do with uh, sort of the post boot camp experience, right? You, you you came to our October 2014 boot camp, so tell me tell me what's going on for you. Yeah, so this. This year has been what I call my year of um, therapy and coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I worked, and I'll just elaborate a little on that. I worked with a uh, therapist earlier this year to work on some of uh, the issues that I was having at the company, just really around, you know, um, more of a sort of management perspective, like how do I get better at this or, you know, just helping the team get better, helping myself get better, uh, just to be a better leader. And, um, then, you know, I met Khalid 
who's who's uh, been my coach for I don't know six months now. That's uh, Khalid Halim, my uh, partner here at Reboot. Exactly, um, and so that was like another step in the right direction. Uh, you know, that's been extremely helpful. I you know, uh, luckily a friend introduced me to him, and um, you know, it's really I think. I know it's helped me become a better leader, which has helped this company become better. And then really then going to the boot camp kind of topped everything off. Um, just sort of getting to a place where I knew that I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I met some very, very talented, smart people, um, all facing similar or even the same issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I learned a lot, um, from you and, and the team at reboot, uh, as well as all my, my peers there. Um, and I guess one of the biggest things for me was just being more comfortable with the idea of taking it easy sometimes. Mm. Um, you, I, I mentioned this to you once before, um, earlier this year, especially, I was walking around the office and it, it feels like, you know, being on some sort of like speed or drugs, like just very intense. And then I remember you talking about it with Jason Calacanis where it's, it's, it's adrenaline. It is, it is a drug. Mm. Um, and I know I was really riding that a lot Mm. and I, I still get that sometimes, but I'm also at this point more comfortable with chilling out, um, you know, leaving the office a little early sometimes, you know, uh, deciding to go out rather than, than forcing myself to work till, you know, 1am on a Friday or something like that. So I've, I've, I've definitely chilled out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also about, you know, sort of refocusing and at, and at this stage in my company, figuring out what's next and getting some help, um, to take it to the next levels. It feels like that this, this itself, this whole year has been a uh, kind of a year. I mean, you called it a year of therapy and coaching. Um, and, you know, if there's a larger umbrella, it's a kind of year of introspection and, and self-reflection. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and it's so, it's great it's exciting learning about yourself Mm. Um, because, you know, once you know that you have certain things that, that drive you or in some cases hold you back um, and you can actually work on those things, it's, it's really, it's really helpful. Mm. Um, So I've been working with both Khaled, my coach and therapist to like, okay, great. We, we worked out some things like what's next. You know, what, what else can we work out? Yeah. So, you know, it reminds me of this notion of, of a kind of conscious awareness of what's really going on internally, creating mm-hmm. opportunity for choice. Um, yeah. You know, you know, if you remember uh, from some of the, the conversations we've had at the camp, some of my favorite questions are things like, well, what kind of adult do you want to be? And yeah. what kind of company do you want to run or what kind of company do you want to work for? Yeah. Right? Cause you really are creating those things. You're creating that person by the choices that we make every day. 
you know, one of my Buddhist teachers gave me an instruction last week, and it's been really powerful. And what she said was, and, and then I'll explain it, all beings own their own karma. Our happiness or unhappiness is a function of our choices, not my wishes for them. Mm. And, you know, the teaching is really about raising a level of awareness about the fact that so much of what we sort of think about is happening to us mm. is really a consequence of choices that we have made um, or, or, or even the choice to not deal with something. And so, you know, in the case for you, it sounds like part of what you've been dealing with in the last year is an increasing awareness of the things that you were either look, doing or not doing yeah. that contributed to either your happiness or unhappiness. Am I getting that right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Spot on. Once you know they're there, now, now what do you do? Yeah. Um, so I, I can't remember the quote you shared with us. I should remember. This being so? Like, this being so, so what? Yeah, this being so, so what? That's right. it. Right, right. So. Yeah. It, and, and that what that refers to is really, you know, a recognition without judgment. Yeah. Right? Which is really, really key, because one of the reasons why we hide shit from ourselves is because it doesn't make us feel good. You right. know, I was actually working with a client earlier today and, and, and we were talking about the fact that when certain questions are asked of him, he gets confused and starts to, to sort of um, numb out. Yeah. And he said, I need a question that will cut through that. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's hang out with the thing that's blocking you from actually responding. What's, yeah. What happens when someone asks you, and in this case, what makes you happy at work? That question would cause him to freeze up. Mm. And it's because the exploration of being happy requires him to explore what makes him unhappy. Mm. And he didn't want to think about that. Yeah. And so he'd rather just numb out and, right. quote, get confused. Right. 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 And so all of a sudden the focus becomes the problem, I'm confused, not the action, which is, well, wait, I'm splitting off from the experience because the experience is painful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Does this yeah. resonate with you? It does. It, I think of it in a similar way. Something that I worked on a lot this year mm. was um, the framework, sort of my, my personal framework of being cautious about what I was saying um, and I used to, I used to say to myself in, in some cases, like, I don't want to be around a, a lot of people because it, it exhausts me. Mm. And, and it sounds like a very introverted thing to say, except I'm not really an introvert. I'm in the middle probably. Um, but was, what was really exhausting me was my framework of caution of like how to answer, mm. you know, like how to answer a question. Mm. Um, where it's like running it through these rules, mm -hmm. um, rules of, of safety. And I've really been able to let go of 85, 90% of that. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I even sense, I was somewhere recently on a, on a, I was on a trip with a group of people 
And I, I sensed myself getting there and I was just like, what the hell, what are you doing? Like chill out, you know, like don't let the, this, this bullshit framework take over, um, the conversation. Mm. So, you know, it's definitely in that, that realm of what you're talking about. So the bullshit framework would be sort of a kind of self-consciousness, maybe even self-censorship. Yes. What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? How is it going to be received? What are they going to think of me? Yeah. Yeah. You're smiling as I say all these things because those, <laughs> those are the questions, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. A lot of it relates, a lot of, a lot of it relates to confidence. Mm. Um, and I just at a certain point realized that framework was actually limiting mm. my confidence. Mm. You were you know, so busy about trying to maintain what others' perception of you. Yeah. In yeah. order to feel good about yourself, you ended up wasting energy and not feeling good about yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's amazing so. how our coping strategies end up kind of putting us into a box. Yeah. That oh, actually yeah. prevents us from getting what the thing we want the most. Yes. Yes. And, it, and it's funny because the whole reason I can even sit here and tell you that is because I've gotten over it. You know, I would never have normally said that before. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, never talked about that before. Mm. So it, feel, it feels good to have let that go. Mm. feels very good. Yeah, and, and I just noticed that your voice just softened as you said that. Yeah. There's some feeling in there, isn't there? Definitely. Relief. It's relief. And happiness. Yeah. 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 Who knew that not working so hard could actually generate some relief and happiness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's true. It's, it's true. like, what, what if, it, it, like, it makes me laugh because, you know, we all struggle to launch these businesses. We all struggle to sort of have a work environment that is rich and rewarding for ourselves. And then we bring forward these constructs that like trap us. And then we don't get to enjoy what we've created. Yeah. It's, and so, yeah, then what's the point of creating? Exactly. What's the point of creating? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of nutty, eh? It is. <laughs> you know, it's like I often joke, you know, like I, I, I look at audiences and I talk about you know, entrepreneurs. And, and in my experience, many entrepreneurs don't come from parents who themselves were entrepreneurs. Some do, but many don't. And, and myself, for example, I started businesses in part because I did not want to live the life that my father lived. You know, you've heard me talk about this before. Yes. And so we have this image of what work is where we go off and it's stultifying and it's innerviating and it's deadening. And so we say, okay, I'm going to create a startup. It's going to be so different. And yeah. yet we find ourselves in exactly the same trap. Yeah. We, and, and it's a trap that we create for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's out of the, out of the, the, the wish to be in opposition to the way we were brought up, we create this very same kinds of constricting constraints on our children. 
And I'll, I'll tell you, as a parent, I really relate to that because I can see, you know, I can see the ways in which my own craziness creates stuff for my kids. Even though they have these incredible skills, these speaking skills, these self-awareness skills, they're fantastic. Yeah. They're not without their stuff. Right. 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 And, you know, what, what that says to me is being with your stuff is an expression of our humanity. Yes. There is no group of individuals sitting out there on some island somewhere, completely perfected right. and free of all, all foibles. Right. It just right. doesn't happen. No, no. And it's funny. Um, I actually, you know, even with sort of the realizations that I've had this year, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody, I've had realizations in the past and you feel like, okay, we're, we're, I'm cured. I'm know? done. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and then, and then life moves on and more things, yeah. <laughs> more things need to be cured. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think, I think that's why the answer isn't necessarily to find the answer. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 um, and that's why I love that word practice. Uh, we tend to apply it to things like yoga or sitting meditation practice, you know, it's a practice. And it's, it's, it just, for me, it reinforces the notion that I actually never achieve the goal. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always practicing. Yeah. Right. How has this impacted, um, or this year of exploration, how's it impacted your, your relationship with your job, uh, the company? Talk talk to Mm -hmm. me about the management practice for you, the leadership practice. Yeah. What I guess a couple a couple areas. Um, I've I've realized actually okay a few things we talked about a little bit about this at boot camp, and the first one's easier. It's it's about knowing what I want to do mm-hmm. and what I don't want to do, mm-hmm. and then being transparent about that with you know my co-founders, my team. Um, that's that's felt good. Um, just getting that out there, getting everybody on the same page, um, so that really the expectations are set. Mm-hmm. Um, along those lines, though, I've also had to grow as a manager, and um, fortunately, you know, I've got some great team members here who have really pushed themselves and raise the bar for themselves and raise the bar for me too. Mm. Um, so, I mean, even until I, I guess I always saw myself as a very hands-off manager and I, I still am, you know, I don't, I'm not a micromanager. I, I think I can say that. Um, but also getting, getting more involved in helping people grow and, um, Along those lines, I consider myself to be a very unstructured person, and I've always taken pride in that. Um, I don't have a schedule, you know. I, you know, I, I don't go to bed at the same time every night. I don't wake up at the same time in the morning. I, you know, I work out, but I don't work out the same days at the same time. All that kind of stuff. And so, I've started adding some structure and getting comfortable with that. Um, you know, even around the office simple examples like 
uh, one-on-one team one-on-ones, or now we have a, a weekly all hands meeting, you know, things like that, um, which seem minor, but getting there and instead of just saying, I don't want to do that to, to just really stepping it up. Mm. Um, but lastly, you know, and I talked about this at the, the boot camp a bit, really my, my more recent, I, I just finished a COO president search here at study mode. Um, and that's really important to me because I know that I know I can keep growing this company. I know I can. Um, we've, we've done a lot, we've learned a lot and I think, you know, we've got an amazing team and, you know, there's a great foundation here. And at the same time, I'm a little tired of learning lessons, (laughs) you know, that lessons that other people already have learned Mm. on other people's money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because, you know, what I didn't mention before is, you know, we're bootstrapped. Um, actually you mentioned that, um, we don't have a board, we don't have sort of any sort of formal advisory group, anything like that. So I'm really excited to have someone coming in mm. who's going to help get the organization in, in even better shape. And I'm going to learn, I'm going to continue to learn um, and, and I'm going to get better, um, as a leader too. So that's, that's been a lot. That's been a big focus for me since, since boot camp. actually. Well, I want to uh, congratulate so. you on that. I mean, I think that, I think the, the allowing a, another experienced individual to come in and take, and take responsibility for this thing, which Quite frankly, you know, we often joke about our companies being our babies, but you were a baby when you started this company, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, this has been part and parcel of you for a long, long time to be able to do that. I'm curious if this year-long journey of exploration, self-exploration, what, what if any, impact did it have on, on the decision even just to open up a president COO search. Yeah, it, it definitely had, it definitely had an impact. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to say that I'm pretty humble. I, I'm always willing to learn. Um, I'd rather focus on things I don't know than things I do know. Um, and it definitely had an impact and it's kind of nice to be closing out the year, Mm. um, with this change. Mm. Um, because yeah, it, there has been a lot of self-reflection on, you know, it's been 15 years. Mm. Uh, what's next, Mm -hmm. you know, what's next. And, and fortunately, you know, I'm still very passionate about this company and I love my team. I love coming to work every day. Um, so I've still got that, which is awesome. And I, I only think I have that because we haven't been afraid of change. Mm. I couldn't, I couldn't be running the same company I was running five years ago. Um, but so much has changed. I've learned a lot. Um, and it's, we're still following that, that track. Mm. Um, but, but now, yeah, for me, it's like, let's accelerate, let's accelerate the intelligence coming in here. 
um, you know, our, our, our own capabilities, what we're getting done. Um, yeah. And, you know, I guess it's that constant CEO internal battle of, um, am I doing the right things? Mm. Um, am I managing correctly? You know, all, all those things. I, I, I will, I'm not afraid to admit that I could use some help. Mm. Um, and this year's helped me realize that mm. more than ever and, and sort of become more comfortable with it. Mm. Would, would, you know, and this is a little bit uncoach like of me, but I'm going to offer it anyway. Okay. Would you like my view as to whether or not you're doing the right thing? I'd love it. Okay. So, Here's one way to think about it. How are the outcomes? How's the business doing? It's doing really well. Mm-hmm. And the person that, have you, have you actually negotiated and recruited this COO president? We have an informal agreement now. Okay. So yeah. is this person a good person? Yes. So here's something that my therapist used to say to me all the time that I'm going to give to you. Okay. Okay. There's a right way. And there's a wrong way. And there's the way that works. Mm. Okay. And yep. if you really want to understand if, thing, if you're doing the right thing, look at the outcomes. Okay. Yeah. You're smiling ear to ear. You feel good <laughs> inside. You're making good decisions. You leaned into some very vulnerable and difficult places. And the result was you learned even more. Yeah. You let go, you allowed some changes, and some good things are happening. Seems to me that it's the right thing. It feels to me, Blaine, you know, things are going pretty well. And you can enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, got, I've gotten better at enjoying it. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. You know, so. take, take it in and create a culture where more of that can flourish, you know? Yes. So we're going to start to wrap, but if there's any one thing that I, that, that, that perhaps, you know, sort of sits with you from this last year of exploration for you, what would you, what would you say it is? And, and, and speak to the Blaine of five or six years ago, if you know what I mean. Okay. I would say there's a theme of not being afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, whether that's, you know, through therapy or coaching or, um, me now getting help from someone who's got a a lot of experience in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, that, That's my, that's my biggest lesson this year mm. because that's, you know, mainly the, the, like I said, the therapy and coaching mm. were so helpful mm. and, um, actually it wasn't even until boot camp that I'd feel comfortable saying, uh, that I had a therapist. Mm. So, you know, that's quite a, it's been quite a, quite a change, mm. um, but a change for, for the good. That's so. that, 
that's a brilliant piece of advice. So I'm going to give you uh, just a response to that. And as I heard you sharing your story, one of the things that occurred to me was to be grateful to you because whether you realize it or not, you're now helping another entrepreneur by sharing your story. It's great. I'm, I'm happy to. Right. I mean, think of the permission that you've just given another entrepreneur to ask for help. Yes. Right. That's, yeah. and, and, you know, you've heard me say this before. There are not enough coaches and therapists in the world. There's not enough leadership coaches and management. Yeah. We've got to help each other. Yeah. And, and my friend, you're embodying that just even by sharing your story like this. So I really want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. And thanks for the, the opportunity to, to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. And you better come to the alumni boot camp. <laughs> I, I, All right. I'm there. I'm All right. There. I'll kick your ass if you don't. <laughs> All right. I'll be there. So that's it for our conversation today. I know a lot was covered in this episode, from links to books to quotes to images. So we went ahead and compiled all that and put it on our site at reboot.io slash podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can find out about that on our site as well. I'm really grateful that you took the time to listen. If you enjoyed the show and you want to get all the latest episodes as we release them, Head over to iTunes and subscribe. And while you're there, it would be great if you could leave us a review, letting us know how the show affected you. So thank you again for listening, and I really look forward to future conversations together. 